Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the Horn Call Podcast. My name is James Bolden. I'm the Publications Editor for the International Horn Society and the host. We've got a great conversation today with John McGuire, the upcoming host of the International Horn Competition of America and the 56th International Horn Symposium. Um, John teaches at Colorado State University in Fort Collins, Colorado, which is going to be the venue for both of these events. The dates are July 26th through the 29th for the International Horn Competition of America and July 29th through August 2nd for the International Horn Symposium. I hope that you will enjoy our conversation today. We get into all kinds of fun discussions about the planning process, about the overlap between the International Horn Competition of America and the International Horn Society, and all of the fun and exciting things uh, coming up at both of those events next summer. Before we do that, though, I just wanted to mention that as we draw closer to the end of the year, please remember that the IHS is a 501c3 organization, which means that we can accept tax-deductible donations from anyone who pays taxes in the United States. We are primarily a volunteer-run organization, so of course, membership and donations are really what help us deliver all the programs that are offered, like scholarships, composition, support, and the very many awards that the IHS is able to provide. We're grateful for your support which helps connect horn players across the world. Please visit hornsociety.org donate to make your gift, and I hope you'll join me in supporting the IHS with a charitable donation. And without further delay, here's my conversation with John McGuire. Thanks again for joining me today. And uh, of course, we're here to talk mainly about the IHS Symposium coming up, uh, IHS 56, as well as the International Horn Competition of America. But uh, John McGuire, if you could take a second and just introduce yourself to our listeners, for those who maybe uh, uh, might not be as familiar with you, you've got a really distinguished career as a performer and an educator, uh, a chamber musician, soloist, all, all of that stuff. But just in case there's anybody who might not be familiar with you, give us uh, give us maybe the thumbnail sketch. Well, sure. Thank you. First of all, thank you, James, for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to come on and, and speak with you and and all of the listeners out there across the world. Um, yeah, my name uh, Dr. John McGuire. I teach uh, horn at Colorado State University, uh, where I've been for uh, the past eleven or twelve years. Um, you know, it's really kind of a dream job of mine to to be in a, a, a at a school so wonderful and a location as as terrific as Colorado. So zero complaints there. But um, I have had a, uh, a at this point, it seems like a long career. I don't in a lot of ways I don't feel so old, but in other ways I feel very old. Um, you know, just uh, kind of a like you said, the thumbnail version. Studied at the University of Alabama with Skip Snead, um, Florida State with Bill Caps. Um, studied some in Chicago with Dale Clevenger. Did a fair amount of playing around in the orchestral world, um, you know, an, an awful lot of um, uh, orchestras in the southeast. Played some with New World, played some with the Civic Orchestra of Chicago. Um, a, a little bit of playing here and there with the, the Dallas Symphony, Fort Worth Symphony, Dallas Opera after I got out. Um, ended up uh, discovering that I really loved teaching uh, over the course of my freelance career. Um and went back and got a doctorate and, um, you know, just to pursue uh, the ability to to teach collegiately. And, and, and uh, uh, you know, I've been here in Colorado State since 2012. So I think what I, uh, the, the way I uh, always like to describe it to people is, you know, yes, I'm a musician. Yes, I'm a horn player. But more than anything, I really, I feel like my true calling is as a mentor and, uh, uh, 
and a guide for young young aspiring musicians. And so, you know, I I like to mentor through um, music and through horn playing, but um, the key there is is uh, uh, is mentoring and, and and helping people find their own voice and their own calling. So that's that's kind of where I'm uh, I've come from. I've tried to uh, exhibit a lot of that those qualities um, in my time here at Colorado State. Um, hosting different workshops or, or uh, uh, conferences and whatnot, but also ho- hosting the International Horn Competition of America in 2017 and 2019. Um, and again, coming up in 2024. So I guess I'm just a uh, glutton for punishment. <laughs> well, you must know what you're doing and you must be a, a good host. And I mean, this is this is an unprecedented event that I'm aware of to have uh, first the IHCA and then the IHS symposium right on the heels of that. And again, let me make sure that I have the dates right here. I have them written down. I just don't have them memorized yet. <laughs> IHCA is July 26 to the 29, and then IHS uh, 56 will be July 29 through August 2nd. Did I did I get those right? <laughs> yep, that sounds right to me. So okay, excellent. And um, without without opening a whole lot of uh, a whole can of worms here, could you tell us a little bit about what the planning process for something of this magnitude is like i know it's you know years of your life probably that <laughs> oh yeah well i think it's take it's taking years of my life uh <laughs> years off of my life um honestly the um it, it came about um uh that you know the the joint event or the back to back events weren't weren't my idea um and and wasn't something i'd even thought about um you know i had um when I was in uh, at, at IHS 54 in Kingsville, I you know um, met with Nancy Joy, the, the IHS symposium coordinator, a couple of times to discuss the possibility of hosting you know IHS at some point in the future. Um, and it turns out they needed a host for IHS 56, so um, you know I was happy to get my materials in, which took a, you know two or three months to kind of get all that stuff in. It's a very detailed process, thankfully, so it gave me an idea about the kind of the kind of uh, uh, depth and detail that will go into something like a symposium. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nancy, um, over we in that planning process, we spoke, you know, at least once a week, sometimes, you know, four or five times a week, uh-huh. um, because she's a, she's an absolute saint, as I'm sure anybody in IHS knows. Yep. Um, shout out, shout out to Nancy. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, whatever the Whatever the highest place in heaven is for for uh, you know a horn player, Nancy deserves to sit at the top of that heap. I'm convinced. Yep. Um, but you know, Nancy knew that you know we we'd been talking in one of our conversations. She knew that I was I'd hosted IHCA mm-hmm. um, a, a couple of times, and in uh, uh, in 2022 when um, IHS was in Kingsville, about three weeks later, IHCA host uh, you know, had their uh, their event that year. Um, at a different location at the University of Alabama. And we were both just kind of talking. Wouldn't, you know, it's a shame because we, we both felt like both events kind of detracted from each other, mm-hmm. took, took people away. And, and, and Nancy made the comment, asked the question, wouldn't it be great if we could just do, you know, do it all together, just bring the community together all in one place, mm-hmm. um, especially coming out of the pandemic. Um, that was something that was you know, it just seemed to make more sense to to join forces, combine forces, and um, uh, and see if we could make it a, a bigger, grander event um, for everybody um, that would include everybody. And when she said that, you know, she she then followed up with, "Do you think that this is something that you could do?" And I just remember talking to her on the phone, and my eyes got really big, and I think I stuttered and stammered for a minute, and I was like, "Well." I guess I could ask the board of ICA and C, you know, let, let's find out, uh-huh. you know, and part uh-huh. of, part of me on, on one level was just like, 
come on guys, please tell me this isn't, this isn't possible. It's, <laughs> no, but, um, you know, fortunately, you know, they, they saw the, the advantage and the benefit of, of, um, trying to work with IHS, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, for this event and, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. It's, uh, it's certainly a bit daunting. Um, I will say that, you know, there are, there are wonderful people on both sides of this on the IHS side and the IHCA side who mm-hmm. are um who have for months been stepping up and saying you know this is a lot what can we do to help you know and it's a lot of people that are um wonderful performers wonderful pedagogues wonderful colleagues who just simply want to um to to make this the very best event possible for everybody and I'm I think you know um with as much as I've um laid awake at night um you know uh, wide awake in the middle of the night you know thinking about all <laughs> these details um it, it has given me tremendous comfort and would not in any way be possible nor would I even agree to do any of this if I didn't have nearly as many wonderful colleagues and friends and collaborators across the spectrum of the horn world so it's mm-hmm. uh I think that, you know, anytime I, you know, uh, whether it's with this, these events specifically, but just in more broad general terms, I think that, that, um, anytime I, I, I start to get down or lose, you know, lose a little bit of sleep or whatever, it's, it really is invigorating to, to see just how many people want to step up and want to help and are just absolutely terrific people. And it did, it gives me the motivation certainly to keep going to help make the the best event possible for everyone. So, well, that, no, that's great. And I mean, it, there is a lot of overlap between, you know, people who have been prize winners and participated in the, you know, so this is going back a bit. It, it was the Heldenleben international right. horn competition, and then it was the American horn competition. And now it's the international horn competition of America, but it's, it, I mean, things have obviously changed along the way and that sort of thing, but it's, that's the sort of the lineage of, of that, that competition, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Of course, the, the, the held and Laban competition, you know, got started back in the 1970s and that was long before you or I were around, right. um, yeah. you know, in the horn world, certainly. And then you know, you're right. Eventually the American horn competition, and that's where I came to know it as an undergrad. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it was, you know, honestly, you know, just kind of, you know, to b- play a little bit of a, a storyteller role here for a moment, if you'll yeah. humor me. Please. Um, you know, I had gone into college as a uh, as a horn performance major and was, um, you know, working really hard, studying with with Skip Snead at Alabama. And, you know, uh, for, for two years, two plus years was just, you know, in the living in the practice room day and night. Mm-hmm. Um, at all hours of the uh, of the night um, and early morning, and making all kinds of progress, but not really, not really, you know, seeing a lot of that the the results of that on stage. And it wasn't until I went to the 1997 American Horn Competition in Santa Barbara, California, that for whatever reason, just everything seemed to click and seemed to line up when I was there. Um, all the work I'd put in for a couple of years really seemed to you know get get dialed in and focused. And I had a very successful, you know, experience. I was ended up making it through to the finals, mm. um, and that that experience gave me a tremendous amount of, of um, confidence um, and uh, uh, great opportunities that came out of that um, in the months and years that followed. And I, and I've always said that this this competition served as a springboard for me in my career. And you know, I don't know. Um, I don't know that I would be where I am today were it not for the the experience and the opportunity of being able to play in that competition. So, um, you know, later on after I ended up, you know, fast forward a couple of decades, 
you know, and, and I ended up, you know, helping and hosting and eventually being asked to join the board. And, you know, um, there, you know, as is the case with any organization, you know, you have ups and downs and bumps along the road. And you just hope that you can um, be part of something that makes the world a better place. And in this case, the horn world. And I think that IHCA, you know, strives to do that and, and is successful with that. And I look, I look at the colleagues that I have around me in that capacity. And it, uh, it really is, you know, um, served as inspiration to, to, to try to be for this next generation, upcoming generations, you know, exactly what I felt it was for me, you know, so many years ago. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's great. And that's, I think, as, as I mentioned, there's, there's a lot of ways that that aligns with the goals of the IHS too. So again, I think, I think this is going to set the bar really high, John. I think uh, <laughs> you may have some, uh, some future symposium hosts for like, Hey, why'd you do this? Now we all have to host IHCA, <laughs> but you know, all, all kidding aside, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be, and of course I think the hope, right. Is that people come for the competition and then stay for yes. IHS or if they are, planning to come to IHS, they go ahead and come a few days early and see some of the IHCA stuff. Oh, absolutely. I think that, you know, um, the way that we're setting up the schedule, I think it's going to to um, allow for people coming to either or hopefully both to catch some of both. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, the, the, the competition will have preliminary rounds on the Friday and Saturday. Uh, you know, the semifinal rounds on that Sunday, the day before the symposium starts. And then we're planning to have the, you know, a big, um, uh, the the final rounds for the university and the professional uh, divisions happen on the first day of the symposium so that, so that everybody can kind of see who the, 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 the best of the best are in the competition. And it'll give the opportunity, uh, an opportunity for those finalists to really, you know, hopefully play for a, a very large, um, um, you know, uh, excited crowd. Um, you know, you, you know, if you go back and you look at the list of, of winners from the competition it's you know a lot of people that have been featured in the horn world mm-hmm. at ihs symposiums and 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 whatnot um for for many many decades and i think to be able to see well who are the next ones who's up next right is going yeah. to be really exciting for ihs for the ihs audiences um so yeah it's it ought to be really a lot you know uh, quite a bit of fun that sounds great and so if you if we could, let's talk a little bit about the setting, the venue for both of these events. Sure. So tell us a little bit about Fort Collins, a little about the university, things that you feel w- will make this a very unique experience. You know, every every symposium has its own kind of character, if you will, and its own you know personality. And I think that that makes them fun to go to multiple times. And that's what I always tell people: just because you went to one five years ago doesn't mean you saw it all. Every every single one is different, different guest artists, different venue, different, you know, different countries. So I think uh I think there's every reason for people to be interested in this. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, uh the first thing that I'll say is that, you know, um, you know, just a shout out to my to my university and my colleagues there. Um, you know, I've been a part of of, of several different faculties along the way. And I can say that I've never felt more at home and more at ease with with a group of friends and colleagues um, than I do at CSU. Everybody is supportive of everybody else. There, you know, sometimes you have you have um, you know institutions where you know people, different factions or different groups on faculties tend to not always get along with each other. Um, and sometimes there can be like you know political things behind the scenes. And CSU is just simply one of those in my mind. The only way I can describe it is just a magical place where. You know, not that we all, you know, agree all the time, but everybody 
is supportive and respectful of each other. So it's like, you know, that that's really one of the biggest reasons why I decided to put in for this is because I knew I had support from everybody here. Mm-hmm. So just from an institutional standpoint, um, I've been very, very encouraged, you know, by CSU for well over a decade now. Um, the, our, the facilities we have, I mean, you know, folks can kind of see those, see, you see a lot of that online, you know, mm-hmm. you know, the, uh, the website horns on the horizon.com. Um, and you'll see some of our, our, um, world-class facilities, our concert hall is a beautiful concert hall. Um, we have a, a, a recital hall that, that is absolutely gorgeous. You know, we call it the organ recital hall because there is literally this massive organ and, and the organ sits on the stage. The pipes are just right there on the stage. And, oh, wow. the, you know, the, yeah. So, so I'm hoping that, uh, I'm hoping that we have, you know, some, some performers that, uh, would like to perform with organ, uh, during the, during the symposium, because I think it'll be a really wonderful experience. It's one thing when you, when you can hear an or a really good organ, but when you can literally feel the floor vibrating because <laughs> right. of the, the organ, that's, that's a, that's a very different experience and a very cool one. And that's something that we, we're very proud of here. Um, you know, Fort Collins is, is a town that is absolutely picturesque. It is uh, right up against the foothills of the Rocky Mountains. We're about 45 minutes to an hour north of Denver. Okay. Um, so we're close enough to, you know, be close, you know, to Denver International Airport, um, you know, and, and a lot of great things that, that you know, uh, come with being in a large city, the absolutely terrific Colorado Symphony. Um, we have, you know, uh, a lot, we have a lot of really terrific uh, in, uh, educational institutions just, you know, uh, just down the road with, you know, University of Colorado, University of Wyoming, and Northern Colorado, Denver University, um, all of these. Um, and all of our colleagues here are, are, are very excited and have expressed a lot of uh, support for, for this event as well. Um, you know, a, a couple of things that I think make this locale um, unique um, is, you know, the, the, just the, uh, uh, the physical location, you know, just mm-hmm. being right here up against the Rocky Mountains. Um, you're uh, you're about an hour an hour's drive from Rocky Mountain National Park, which you know hopefully a lot of um, viewers will 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 have visited or at least are familiar with. If you're not, mm-hmm. you're going to find some of the most awe-inspiring natural wonders uh, anywhere in the world um, just down the road. So you know, um, as a little side note, I would highly encourage lots of you know uh, lots of people to come here obviously partake of everything that they can with horn but if you can make time to you know either before or after or you need a break or whatever just get out into nature and you will be inspired and um it'll be absolutely you know just all inspiring and wonderful and um i i I frequently you know go up to rocky mountain national park or or um up to a reservoir that's close to here called horse tooth reservoir it's about 20 minutes from our music building that's, you know, just to go on hikes or to just sit by, you know, the lakes or the forest or whatnot. And so there, there's a tremendous connection to nature here that I think, is, you know, um, just about everyone here feels, certainly. Um, and on a lighter, you know, a bit of a lighter um, uh, note, I will say that, um, you know, and I know this isn't for everybody, but uh, Fort Collins has a bit of a beer culture here. Okay. And uh, we have a tremendous number of, of craft breweries here in town. I think mm-hmm. last I checked, it was about two dozen um, uh, uh, craft brews just in Fort Collins. So, you know, there's going to be a tremendous amount of opportunity to kind of get out and experience what Fort Collins has to offer with, with the culture, beer, and, and, and in and uh, out of nature and, uh, uh, you know, in, in a picturesque setting. So. Yeah, I sense I, I I foresee a lot of post concert uh, 
hangouts happening. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. There's uh, you know I wish that you know, it, it's either a blessing or a curse, but there's literally a brewery about half a block away from our <laughs> from our building, and and I'm not sure if that's a good. Some days that's a good thing. Some days you know maybe not. <laughs> I imagine the I imagine the local food is pretty good as well. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, you know, they have a you know just kind of a tremendous amount from all over the world. Um, you know, typically, you know, you'll see around that time a lot of um, southwestern fare, a lot of um, okay. you know, hatch chilies uh, uh, and whatnot, pueblo chilies as they call them here in Colorado, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of inspired food, food that's inspired by um, that that kind of Mexican or southwestern um, uh, flair. That's yeah, I'm there. That sounds great. <laughs> so tell tell us a little bit about what kind of weather we might expect. Is this kind of do we need to bring long sleeves or can we do shorts and t-shirts? You know, you at that time of year, you know, Colorado, they they, they you know, it's it's kind of that 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 uh, that saying that I, I think you hear in a lot of different regions. It's like you know, you know, welcome to Colorado, where it can be you know, 30 degrees in the morning and and, and you know, 95 in the afternoon, and <laughs> yeah. but it um you know it. it it probably isn't going to be all that cold. Um, you know, now I know my, my perspective may be a little bit different, you know, right now I woke up this morning and it was seven degrees outside. It won't get, it won't get that cold, um, here in the summer. In the summer, it's usually pretty warm. The lows at night may go down into the fifties or sixties, you know, in the evenings, Fahrenheit. Um, and then in the, in the, uh, afternoons, it can get up, uh, late July, early August. It's usually in the eighties or nineties. Um, so it can be, it can be, uh, you know, a, a pretty warm. I will say that, um, it doesn't, uh, you know, because we're at higher altitude, um, mm-hmm. you can get a sunburn, um, a lot quicker here than you would at, at lower elevation. So mm-hmm. people will just want to, you know, if you're fair skinned or you tend to burn easily, you may want to just consider bringing some sunscreen with you. Um, it's also, it also has a tendency to be very, very dry here. Okay. Uh, so, you know, make sure you bring your water bottle with you and you are drinking water all the time. I and mean, we have water bottle refilling stations all over our, our uh, facilities for that purpose. Um, when I when I first moved to uh, Colorado back in 2012, um, I, I, you know, for the first, you know, two or three weeks, I, I noticed I just had just, a, you know, an awful headache. Mm-hmm. Um, and then somebody told me, you know, well, you're probably dehydrated. You need to drink a lot more water. Right. Um, and between, you know, between the, the water and the, um, the altitude, you know, if you're not, if you're not getting plenty of rest and you're not, you're not, you know, staying high, very hydrated, you know, it, you will notice that you start getting, you know, a, a you know, headache and feeling maybe a little fatigued. So, you know, for people at lower elevations, there's not a lot you can do to train for that. Just you kind of right. know to expect it. And the best thing you can do is, if you can get here a few days, uh, you know, early to just kind of acclimate, that'll help. Mm. But like I said, just staying hydrated is critically important. Yeah, I was going to say, coming from I'm, you know, from Louisiana, uh, uh, everywhere is less humid than Louisiana, pretty much, unless <laughs> right. it's, unless it's Florida, right? But you right. know, so I was just going to say, like, what what that process was like for you. The one thing I forgot to bring to Montreal was a hat. I wish I had brought a hat just because, <laughs> right. well, and the thing in, in low humidity, you don't notice when you're sweating, like you might yeah. be just burning up and not notice it because you're not perspiring the way you might in a more humid climate. So it's, yeah, right. it's really important to drink a lot of water. Yeah. It's, you know, I, uh, uh you know, the thing I mentioned, like I come from Alabama, I grew up there and, mm-hmm. and went to, to school there and, and, I go back there periodically and I, and, and, you know, like every time I, 
I'll like fly from Denver to Birmingham, Alabama, and I get off the plane and it's just like, you know, the wall of, of, of humidity hits you and you're like, wow, I didn't, I didn't realize just how, how dry it is in Colorado until I go like anywhere else. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And well, did, did, since this is a, a horn podcast, did you notice, did you have to adjust differently in terms of your playing? Did it just take a little while just to get used to that different environment? It, it, it did. I mean, you know, I mean, the reality is that the air is thinner here. We're a mile, we're just about a mile high and Port Collins, a little under a mile um, mm-hmm. in elevation. And, you know, no matter how great your lung capacity is, no matter how well-trained and refined you may be, you're still going to feel it if you, if you're not used to this altitude. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, frequently, even now it's like, I, you know, been here forever and, and, you know, I, I still catch myself getting winded going up two or three flights of stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've, um, you know, I can say as far as my plane is concerned, it, that was probably the biggest thing that, that I had to adjust to is just, you know, a lower lung capacity. Um, mm-hmm. I remember, um, you know, a few months before I moved here, I, I had the opportunity, you know, to, to perform uh, the second Strauss horn concerto mm-hmm. um, at a much lower elevation, and it, and <laughs> it felt fine. It was great. And then I get here, and um, you know, my my second semester here, the beginning of my second semester teaching here, the conductor of our orchestra asked if I could play, you know, Strauss two with with the orchestra, the, mm-hmm. uh, the school orchestra. I was like, yeah, that'd be great. What a wonderful experience. I remember starting to work on it, and at first, you know, for the first few days, it's like, man, something's wrong with my lungs. I can't play my phrases my, my nearly <laughs> as long as what I what I was used to and what I what I had been doing. And you know, so th- there are things that you just have to adjust. You have right. to adjust to. And so, what I would say for anybody who's planning to perform at the symposium or the competition is, you know, just plan accordingly. Understand that you will get here and, and feel like you're running low on air and that makes it that makes your experience just like everybody else's <laughs> right so. well and that's something athletes deal with all the time when they travel across the country and and that sort of thing so just um yeah it's i mean all those are all i consider that that's all grist for the mill it's all good yep. training it's just being able to deliver and you know do what you need to do no matter the environment so that's i was just it's it's good for people to have that information ahead of time <laughs> oh yeah 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 absolutely <laughs> yeah uh, would you say how walkable is the campus are there is it pretty you know pretty walkable like say you know logistically getting from dorms to exhibit halls and practice rooms and that sort of thing yeah yeah i would say so uh, it's a, it's a uh, it's a pedestrian campus for the most mm-hmm. part i mean there are lots of streets that crisscross you know all around um, the campus, um, you know, you can certainly drive if you would like to, um, the dorms are going to be probably, uh, about a 15 to 20 minute walk mm-hmm. from the music building. Um, it's all flat where we are. I know we, we, you know, we're just sitting here talking about the mountains and, you know, <laughs> and, and all that, but, but where Fort Collins is, Fort Collins is just on the east side of the Rockies. So we're actually in a very flat area. Okay. It's very walkable, very easy. Um, you know, particularly in the mornings or in the evenings when the sun isn't up, it's, it's actually incredibly pleasant, um, a little cool in the evening. So it'll be, it'll be a nice walk. Um, you know, we have a tremendous amount of, um, you know, people who bike, uh, and ride scooters around here. Um, and, uh, you know, that's something that there is actually a way you can actually, um, uh, rent bikes for the week or even just for the day if you'd like. So that's something that we've, at various um, um, events and conferences that we've hosted at CSU, you, de- you do tend to see 
a fair amount of people from out of town who who come you know and, uh, and bring their bikes. So that's something that I would absolutely encourage um, along with that. Okay, excellent, cool. Well, yeah, that's that's good to know. Um, so now let's, I guess, turn to more, I guess, uh, specifics about the symposium itself. Are sure. are there any, you know, unique things, guest artists, if you are able to share any information about those that have been confirmed, um, anything that's just going to like, you know, this this needs to be a, a can't miss event for, for all horn players. So what are we going to do to get them there? Yeah, well, you know, I, 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 it's always a little hard when you, I think when you put together a program, you know, like this, um, because you want to include, you know, at least I do. I want to include absolutely everyone that that I've ever heard or met or right. you know played with or whatever. And and you know, it's just unfortunately, it's just impossible to have you know to include everybody as a featured artist. But mm-hmm. you know, the um the the really the genesis of the of the of the featured artist list um was uh you know just the name of the symposium, Horns on the Horizon. So mm-hmm. while you know it. There, there certainly is a desire for you know for me and I think for everyone to hear, you know, a lot of the 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 really wonderful, well-established names in the horn world, and we do have a few of those on the featured artist list, certainly. And I'll I'll kind of go down the list here in just a moment. Um, but there are, you know, I, I tried to make be very cognizant of including either younger um, uh, or up and coming performers um, who are, who are making a splash in the horn world that just simply haven't had the opportunity yet to perform at an IHS symposium on a stage of this, of this level mm-hmm. um, in the horn world. Um, and I think there are a lot of names, even though a lot of them are, are new to IHS symposium, not, they're not, um, they're not names that are unknowns in the horn world, you know? Um, so, you know, just kind of going down the list, I'm going to, so I have my phone here cause I can't remember everybody. Oh, sure. But, yeah. you know, we have, um, you know, uh, uh, Annika Scott uh, is going to be coming. I know she's been featured uh, a little bit before, but, you know, the first time I got to hear her was in uh, Kingsville and I was mm-hmm. utterly blown away. I've, I've, yep. the only person that I've ever heard on, on uh, Handhorn that I've, I've just been, or period performance that I've been as impressed with was uh, Lowell Greer many years ago. And so to, to, to have, Somebody like her, you know, you know, agree to come is just, you know, a bit of a dream come true. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, uh, Kevin Newton from the Imani Winds mm-hmm. um, is is coming. Uh, we have Nuri Guarnaschelli um, mm-hmm. from Europe. Uh, Felix Kleiser, um, who I know had been, um, you know, uh, 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 was hoping to, to to be at one of these a few years ago, and I think the pandemic got in the way, if, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Joshua Pantoa from from Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. uh, really big with um, you know jazz and improvisation and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, Dylan Skyheart, mm-hmm. one of the big players, uh, the big player in in um, in the LA Horn Studios or LA Recording Studios, excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, and uh, somebody that I think you know a lot of people, you know, even if you I mean if you don't know his name, you should. Um, you know, uh, but you know if, even if you don't know his name, you definitely have heard his playing before. Yeah, if you've been um, to a movie in the last, you know, five years or ten years, you've probably heard his playing on one of those soundtracks. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and he has some really great ideas that um, you know for some some uh, performances and and some lectures as well. Um, Haley Hoops, uh, second horn in the Dallas Symphony, who was uh, also past winner, former winner several years ago from the International Horn Competition of America. Um, we have Yuhui Chuang. Um, uh, a Taiwanese horn player okay. uh, who lives in, in uh, uh, I believe, lives in Germany right now. A um, lot of really great things that I've heard um, about about him. Uh, Shanice Strickland, 
Mm -hmm. um, who's coming from New York City, um, at doing some really fascinating things, um, you know, outside of um, just the straight up class. A wonderful player in in you know in every regard, but just some of the I musical ideas and thing content that she's putting out there is just really cool and really inspiring. So I'm you know very much looking forward to hearing uh, a lot of what she has to do, and then you know um, also just uh, uh, you know. Uh, one of uh, uh, my all-time favorite horn players, uh, Radovan Vlatkovic, is going to be here as well. Not necessarily a new kid on the block, but somebody that, you know, when I thought, you know, okay, I might be hosting an IHS symposium. I'm going to be a little bit of a kid in the candy store kind of thing. Who can I ask? Sure. And, yeah. yeah, and he's just somebody that I've listened to for most of my my horn playing life and um, that I've idolized and look, looked up to. And, and I'm absolutely thrilled that he's, that he's agreed to um, to come, and you know, I've I, I have to say, you know, the, the entire list of people, and there are, there are two or three others that we're 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 hoping to get confirmation on as well. So um, hopefully, by the time this is released, we'll have those names out there as well. But um, I can I can tell you that um, you know, when you hear of uh, a lot of those names, there are a lot there are a lot of big names, a lot of people who've done a lot of impressive things all over the world. Um, and sometimes when you, uh, as we've probably all experienced in the music, classical music world, when you, when you, when you're a big name, a big time, um, player, sometimes, you know, sometimes the ego can be a little intense to deal with. Um, and I have to say, <laughs> absolutely none of these people have an ego, you know, that, that I can tell they're, they're all just absolutely kind, wonderful um, you know, uh, uh, terrific individuals that that have been absolutely terrific to work with, and they're making it so easy on me to to, to help put this together and, and 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 you know help put put all of this on. Um, so I I think you know while it's important for me and 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 IHS to um, to have really high quality performers and and players and teachers, you know, to be able to feature, I think it's also equally important to be able to say. Yes, and these are you know these people are just as high quality individuals as they are performers. Mm -hmm. um, this has a variety. Lot. Yeah, there's a lot of variety there too. So yeah, good. Yeah, that was that was something I, I appreciate you bringing that up. You know, I mean, it's you know, like I said a few minutes ago, it's it's impossible, I think, to to be able to to um, you know include everything mm -hmm. um, with a program uh, uh, like this. But I will say that um, it was incredibly important to me. Um, as an individual, um, but also, but also as a, as a teacher and a mentor and somebody who is, who works with students day in and day out and, and has worked with a large variety of students, not just in the ability level, but background, where they come from, where they are. I, I wanted to make sure you know, that as much as we could, we, we are able to display on, on this IHS stage, um, you know, uh, that, that make sure that, that that there's somebody for everybody, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah, that everybody can look at what's on stage and go and go. I I get that person. I relate to that person. That person is you know came from a background that's similar to me, or is you know uh, uh, runs in a musical world that's similar to what I do. Um, yeah. So that 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 variety is you know while it's you always want it to be even more, even more variety. You know, it's, it's, you know, I do think that we have a healthy representation right now of um, what we have, what we're putting on the stage. Yeah. And I mean, it is, it is a, a difficult balance to strike. You do, you know, if people are going to spend money and travel and 
you know, go through all of that and come to these things. There's a certain amount of giving them what they want, whatever that might be. But then there's also the responsibility to to expose them to things they might not otherwise see. Right. They might not otherwise hear music they might not otherwise hear. So I get that that is, you can't do 100% of one and leave the other in the dark. You can't do, you know, vice versa. It's, it's, it is a good balance. I think you've, you've really struck that there. I think just, oh, based, just based on the names you are, you listed, that's, that's going to be music from like 300, 350 years spanning, you know, all the way from, you know, classical era, all the way up to, you know, 21st century stuff. So I think it's going to be really cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. I think there's, um, you know, by the time we get to the beginning of the symposium, I'll probably be, you know, just perpetually exhausted and running on fumes, I suspect. <laughs> but I will be I will be um, uh, equal parts running on adrenaline because I'm just so completely stoked to see, you know, and hear all of these fabulous performers and not just not just the um, uh, the featured artists as well. I mean, we have you know, we have, you know, so many, we're gonna have so many wonderful contributing artists as performers and as lecturers and presenters and whatnot. Um, you know, and, and also, you know, hopefully a few surprises as well. So. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. And then of course, you know, the, the, I imagine there's, there's those exhibitors that come to everything and we're so thankful for them because they're, you know, they're just as much a part of the IHS as, as anybody, um, you know, anything you want to say about, the slate of, of exhibitors for yeah this? well i mean you know we're we've uh at the point that you and i are recording this we've sent out you know uh, uh invitations and whatnot mm-hmm. so we'll you know hopefully um by the time this comes out we'll have a very strong list of confirmed mm-hmm. um exhibitors i fully expect that based on on uh, conversations i've had with people throughout the 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 horn industry mm-hmm. um if you will um and a number of them have 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 already been on on CSU's campus anyway in some of the previous things that I've that I've been able to put together and host um I will say that with regard to um to our exhibitors and vendors and whatnot um I think that they'll be um pleased that um we will be housing everything for this symposium in one building in in, in our building so our, um, you know, our exhibit hall is going to be is is um, our um, uh, our large rehearsal room okay. that we have, which is large enough to um, to house an entire college uh, collegiate marching band. Okay, um, yeah. which is you know a very large room, um, incredibly. How about you know four, three or four stories um, as far as the height of the ceiling? So it's not going to be an overwhelming um, acoustical space as far as the volume. I mean, you know. Anyone who's been to an exhibit hall at a, at a horn symposium <laughs> yeah. knows how knows how much that can be, how 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 heavy that can be after a few hours. But yeah. um, you know, and and the, this hall is literally like just 10, 15 steps away from our um, big concert hall. So it Fantastic. will be right there, and, and there will be lots of foot traffic all the time. I think I think the biggest concern that I have, honestly, um, for our exhibitors. Is I just you know want them? Yeah, I'm gonna be asking them doing a survey. Do you want a lunch break, or do you want to? You want me to close the exhibits, or do you want me to to keep everything open? Right. You know, the, during the the entire day. And of course, as far as I'm concerned, that's going to be up to whatever the majority of the, uh, of the exhibitors what they would like to do. Yeah, um, no, that's that's so. good. And uh, so th- this would be a good chance to to ask you about your team there at CSU. I imagine there's uh, probably a grad student or two who is <laughs> who's in this with you, and then you know your uh, various other people uh, helping with the planning of this. It, it, do you want to talk a little bit about your team there? 
Yeah, absolutely. Terrific. Um, yeah, I, um, you know, I think the, the further along I get in, in the, in the planning of all of this, the, the, the larger the team is growing at, you know, out of necessity. Um, you know, we, uh, uh, you know, I would say, uh, the, the main people, at least as of, uh, right now, uh, are, uh, you know, Amanda Myers, who's actually not a horn player, um, is, uh, uh somebody who has experience as a, uh, a development director in the arts, mm -hmm. um, for a long time and a lot of, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, many, many years of um, event planning who is helping me, you know, hand in hand coordinate a lot of things. Um, you know, we have uh, Christine Pelletier, who is, um, you know, works in uh, the administration for the Cheyenne Symphony Orchestra up in Wyoming. Horn player, um, former student of Bernard Scully's. Okay. Um, so, you know, somebody who who who, who uh, has performed at a, at a very high level. In fact, she and I, a few years ago, performed with Bernard. Um, did a uh, concert stuck, um, oh, cool. Schumann's concert stuck with our orchestra here at CSU. Nice. Um, so somebody that, that I trust, you know, on multiple levels. Um, and she's, um, the exhibitors will know her name. She's our, our symposium exhibits coordinator for IHS right. 56. Um, and, and is somebody that I have been, you know, complete trust in, um, as anyone who's hosted one of these can tell you, and I'm, I'm learning more and more every day, the, um, <laughs> The, the the just the having somebody to coordinate the exhibits and the exhibitors is is a huge job. So I'm very grateful to to Christine for being able to step in willingly and with a smile on her face and just whatever needs to be done. You know, both she and Amanda are just like, yes, absolutely. When do you need it done? Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I always feel a little bad when I have when I when I ask you know people that that I'm working with like. Can you please do this for me? I can't do everything, and you know because I, I I never want to hand off anything to anyone else or ask anyone to do anything that I'm not willing to do myself. Mm -hmm. You know, and I always feel a little bit of residual guilt in the back of my head for having asking somebody else to do something. But they've both been, uh, you know, for a long time now, just like yes, absolutely. So right. they're completely invaluable. Um, the uh, uh, you know I, I'm I'm going to be bringing on here in the coming weeks um, David Smalley, who is the owner of, of Colorado Hornworks, um, a, a pro shop here in Colorado, and actually he's the uh, uh, the guy who who uh, built my horn for oh, me wow. a few years ago. So you know I think his perspective as someone who um, who is a, uh, a an exhibitor and a vendor and has been to numerous um, symposiums, I think his perspective will really help in kind of the day in and day out week in and week out um the perspective of 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 a vendor will will hopefully be incredibly valuable and then you know um somebody else that i think is really wonderful um is actually going to be meeting with us for the first time tomorrow the day after you and i uh, film <laughs> this is um susan mccullough um uh -huh. former horn professor at the university of denver um hosted a very successful horn symposium at, about 15 or so years ago mm -hmm. Um, so to have somebody like, and, uh, you know, been an active member of IHS and the AC for a long time, mm -hmm. um, have her perspective from uh, uh, as somebody as a higher up in IHS, but somebody who's hosted this very successfully to just I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous and excited to have her, you know, just kind of come in and go, well, you know, did, did you think about this or have you thought about that or you know, someone just basically to come in and, and hopefully point out the blind, you know, whatever our blind spots are mm -hmm. um, as we are moving more and more forward um, with these. Um, and then, you know, just the, uh, beyond that, absolutely my students, my studio here, I have um, you know, two or three grad students that I, um, I, as we move closer and closer throughout the spring and the summer into the, uh, towards IHS 56, 
that I just know that I'll be able to just be like, absolutely. Can you please do this? Can you handle this? Um, and whatnot. Um, and you know, um, I would be remiss if I didn't mention also, um, all the wonderful people, um, at CSU, um, that are, that have already helped out for a long time. Um, you know, all of our, a lot of our promotional materials, a lot of our graphics and whatnot were designed by a man named Mike Solo that I'm absolutely just, you know, so happy to, to, that he's helping us with. Um, Jennifer Clary is helping us with a lot of the promotional stuff and whatnot um, at CSU, as well as lots and lots of other people. So it is absolutely, you know, that saying it takes a village. Mm-hmm. This may be like getting larger than a village, but it's more <laughs> of a, a small municipality, I think. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the the graphics, the promo stuff looks great. Uh, the website looks great. Hornsonthehorizon.com. And registration is, as of this recording, is not open yet, but we, you know, you anticipate it being open pretty, pretty soon, right? Yeah, yeah, I think we're... We're hoping to open it in mid to late December. So by the okay. time this this comes out, hopefully it will have been open for a little while. Um, so yeah, we're we're definitely excited about that. That's awesome. Well, and John, thank you so much for speaking with me today. I think again, this is going to be a uh, a do not miss event next summer. The IHCA and the IHS symposium all in one place within you know within the same week. Great. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I appreciate it. <laughs>